This is Joe Burns. And Beth West. Hey, thank you for listening to the Rock School Radio Podcast. We think you'll learn something. Now remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live. Thursdays at 5 and Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week. Now enjoy this week's Rock School Radio Show. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Time for school. Rock school with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Cruising along in my Chevrolet, token on a number and digging on the radio. Well, did you figure it out? Class is in. It's the Rock School Radio Show, broadcasting all by myself. I, I usually usually have somebody in the studio with me, but no, I'm, I'm all by myself today. Beth overslept one more time, and my harried phone calls to other people have turned up no one who can sit in the secondary chair with me. So I am once, I say once again, but what's it been, six years I've been running this show, and I normally can find someone to go with me, but I am solo today and it's okay it's fine my therapist said i can get through this my therapist i called my therapist and she said i can get through this with no trouble whatsoever so i'm gonna get through this thing by myself i used to do this professionally i was a single jock i can do this all by myself deep breaths deep breaths deep breaths as we move on with the rock school radio show here I got the idea for this show after running into a quiz online. What the quiz did was show a list of songs and then said, what do these songs have in common? And what I did was take the quiz and did not do well on the quiz and thought, if I cannot do well on this quiz, how about I throw it out to the audience and put things together? So what I'll do is I'll throw out a series of song titles. You tell me what the song titles have in common or what the song, not so much the titles, but what the songs have in common. And from there, we'll talk about what the remainder of the show is all about. So here we go. What do these songs have in common? And it has something to do with the title. Aku Aku by Styx. Around the World by Draft Punk. Bingo Bango by The Basement Jacks. Careful with that axe, Eugene by Pink Floyd. Going Out of My Head by Fat Boy Slim. Hey Woo Yeah by Real Big Fish. And I'll give you one more. Kelly Watch the Stars by Air. Any idea? And I'll throw one more out there, which I'll play. New Day Rising by Husker Du. That's the one we're going to play. Now, you tell me, what do those songs all have in common? And it has something to do with the title. You think about it. Here's Husker Du right here on Rock School. All right, coming out of Husker Du and the New Day Rising. Did you get it? What do all the songs have in common? Anybody? 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 I ask. There's nobody in the studio with me, so I have to sort of sit here and hope the audience is yelling back at me. So the thing that the songs all have in common are that the title constitutes the entire lyric set of the song. So the entire lyrics are 
the title. Here's a few more. Minimum wage by They Might Be Giants. Now, if you're a big They Might Be Giants fan, you're going to say, no, no, no. They also go, yeah, inside of the song. Okay, if you consider that a lyric, I'm lying to you. Metropolis by Kraftwerk. Music Nonstop by Kraftwerk. Uh, no Money, No Honey by Beck. Ohm Sweet Ohm by Kraftwerk. Pennsylvania 65000 by Glenn Miller. Uh, Punk Rock Love by Magnetic Fields. Sex and Violence by The Exploited. It goes on and on. Slammin' by Huey Lewis. That's the only thing that's in there. Wipeout by The Safaris. Now, some people would say, no, Wipeout is an instrumental. No, no, no. Remember, right at the beginning, it goes, no, Wipeout. That's it. That's all the lyrics that are in the song. And my guess is you also remember this one by the five, six, seven, eights. Woohoo. That's it. That's the entire lyric set. And it's also the title. So if you're looking to win a bar bet, throw out a few of these things and see if they can't come up with anything that the songs have in common. And it has to do with the entire lyric set is also the title of the song. It's a five, six, seven, eights right here in Rock School. Okay, so how'd you do? Did you do well? Doing little quizzes here today on Rock School. I'm going to give you some songs, and we're going to try and figure out what they all have in common. Did you do well on the first one? Did you figure out that the title constituted the entire lyric set of the song? Fine. Let's move along. Let's do another quiz. All right. Going to name some songs for you. You tell me what these songs have in common. Again, it has something to do with the title. Ready? Young Lust by Pink Floyd. Your Blues by The Beatles. Untitled O2, that's the Morrissey song by Brand New. Uneasy Rider by Charlie Daniels Band. The Battle of Evermore by Led Zeppelin. Tub Thumpin' by Chumbawamba. I'll give you a couple more here. Stink Fist by Tool. And Rainy Day Women, number 12 and 35, by Bob Dylan. Now, what exactly do those songs have in common? Any idea? Has to do with the title. What do those songs have in common? While you're thinking about it, let's play one of them. This is Uneasy Rider by the Charlie Daniels Band on the Rock School Radio Show. I wonder if anybody'd think I'd flipped if I went to L.A. via Omaha. Coming out of Charlie Daniels' band, Easy Rider, taking a trip out to L.A., cruising along in my Chevrolet, token on a number and digging on the radio. Well, did you figure it out? What do the songs have in common? Has something to do with the title of the song? I'll give you a few more here after Easy Rider. Uh, What else did I not say here? Badge by Cream, Ballad of John and Yoko by The Beatles, The Ballad of the Green Beret by Sergeant Barry Sadler, Basket Pace, Green Day, Chop Suey, System of a Down. 
Uh, what else do we have on here? Ode to Billy Joe by Bobby Gentry. Uh, Legal Tender by the B-52s. Lithium by Nirvana. All of those songs fall into this category. Any idea what it is? It's, it's something I call the Led Zeppelin method of titling songs. The answer is the title of the song has absolutely nothing to do with the lyrics. As a matter of fact, the title of the song does not even appear in the lyrics. Okay, why do I call it the Led Zeppelin method of titling songs? Because they seem to do it more than any other group. Think Dire Maker by Led Zeppelin. Think Black Dog by Led Zeppelin. You know, there's a bunch of other ones. Think The Battle of Evermore by Led Zeppelin. It, it seems like they get together and once it's all over, well, what obtuse thing can we use to title this song? So, There are tons of them. I have like seven pages here just of titles that have nothing to do with the song or nothing to do with the lyrics. Goodnight Saigon, Billy Joel, I Hate Myself, I Want to Die by uh, Nirvana, Hill Farmers Blues, uh, Mark Knopfler, Iris, the Goo Goo Dolls. So they're all songs where the title does not appear in the lyrics. And since I call it the method of titling songs by Led Zeppelin, let's do a Led Zeppelin. It's Black Dog here on Rock School. Hey, hey, mama said the way you move gonna make you sweat, gonna make you groove. All right, this is Rock School as we talk about song titles. Now, I'm done with the quizzes here because there's really no way for the rest of the uh, the time to quiz you on songs. Now, I've gotten into some really neat facts here in the first break, or in this show at least, about song titles. Have you ever been listening to a song and said to yourself, Good Lord, they say the title of the song so many times. I mean, the song is a repetitive machine. Well, believe it or not, there are people that keep track of this. And I have here a list of the songs that say the title the most times. As a matter of fact, the winner, if I can find it real quickly here, the winner, the person, the song that says the title the most times says the title of the song on average every 2.6 seconds over about a four-minute song. Not kidding. I'll tell you what the song is here in just a little bit. Hello, KFOK, Sacramento, California. Thanks for running the radio show. And WMCE, Erie, Pennsylvania. When we come back, we'll start talking about the songs that say the title so many times. All you have to do is learn the title, and you pretty much have the song. Back in a minute on Rock School. Coming out of the break, I told you I would talk about songs that say the title a ridiculous amount of times. Well, there are two general lists that I found. These are just songs that say the title a lot, and then the songs that say the title a ton. People have actually gone into it and figured out statistically how many times per second, on average, the song says the title. Christina Aguilera's song, Dirty, says the song title 23 times. Allison Chains again says the song title 27 times. Okay. Love Shack by the B 52s, 40 times. The Baja Men say Who Let the Dogs Out inside of their song, Who Let the Dogs Out, 31 times. Mickey 
Remember Tony Basil's Mickey? Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. They say Mickey a ton of times. Well, if you consider 53 times a ton, then that's how many times they say it. The Beach Boys, Help Me Rhonda, gets said 41 times. Let's see here. Beatles, I'll give you a few about the Beatles. Hey Jude, 24 times. Let It Be, 36 times. Yellow Submarine, 28 times. Doesn't it seem like they say Yellow Submarine more times Inside a Yellow Submarine, only uh, 28 times. Uh, you know the song, uh, Hair by the Calisills? Give me a head with hair. 46 times. Then is if you count the word hairy on top of that, they say that three times. Uh, I'll give you one more here. Eminem, he has a song called My Name Is. Hi, my name is what? My name is. In case you're wondering, he says it 48 times. Now, What about those that have set it up in terms of statistics? I'll give you one, and we'll come back and and we'll talk a little bit more about it. Andrew W.K. has a song called Party Hard, which is pretty much the whole song. If you take the number of times Andrew W.K. says Party Hard, which is 56 times, the song itself is only 305. Cut 56 into 305, you get him saying party hard every 3.5 seconds. So, the entire lyrical set to party hard is party hard. And it sounds like this on Rock School. When it's time to party, we will party hard. My bottom of the hour here on Rock School. Were you all able to sing along with Andrew WK, Party Hard? It's a difficult lyric set. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you have to be able to have pipes, but it's a difficult lyric set. Once again, bottom of the hour, doing the name again. I normally say names at the bottom of the hour, but because my co-host overslept, I... It's me. It's me. Does this room echo when it's just the one of it? It is. It's echoing like crazy in here. So, uh, bottom of the hour. So let's do seven days in seventy seconds. I say let's do. Who am I talking about? It's me. It's just me. Me and a cup of coffee. Here are the dates for uh, the seven days in seventy seconds. December second through December eighth. 2013, coming up to the end of the year, waiting for the man with the bag. Christmas is around the corner. On December 2nd, 1973, Bob Dylan begins taking ticket sales requests by mail. How many could he possibly sell? Ready for this? 680,000 tickets were sold by mail. Gah. December 3rd, 1991, Gilby Clark replaces Izzy Stradlin as the rhythm guitarist for Guns N' Roses. December 4th, 1995, Michael Jackson appears with mime Marcel Marceau to promote his upcoming special on HBO. Did no one see this was a mistake going in? December 5, 1997, Tony Braxton files suit against LaFace Records, claiming all her contracts with the company were invalid. Why didn't she go get Marcel Marceau? Maybe he could have helped. December 6, 1993, the Eagles appear in the Travis Tritt video for the remake of Take It Easy. The band itself admits this was the spark that got them all thinking about touring together again. December 7, 1984, Michael Jackson. It's a Michael Jackson day. See, if there was somebody in the studio, they could have stopped me from doing this. Michael Jackson testified in Chicago in a copyright case that he indeed wrote the song, The Doggone Girl Was Mine. The Illinois man who brought the case was found to be without merit. And finally, December 8th, 2003... 
2003, not 2003, 2003, Ozzy Osbourne gets into a four-wheeler accident, breaks his collarbone, eight ribs, and a vertebrae in his neck. Come on, Ozzy, walk it off. And that wraps up seven days and 70 seconds. Okay, how many times is it said? Debbie Gibson, by the way, says shake your love 50 times inside of the song Shake Your Love. That's every 4.6 seconds, ladies and gentlemen. The presidents of the United States say the song Kitty 40 times inside of Kitty, which is every five seconds. The Red Hot Chili Peppers say Give It Away 68 times inside of Give It Away. That's every 4.2 seconds. Why Can't We Be Friends? It says here they say it 4.2 times. Where do you get 4.2 times? That's a group war, by the way. How do you get 0.2 times? I guess it was during the fade-out. So that's every 4.9 seconds. It's an odd statistic, if you ask me. And the winner, the winner, the, the band that says it the most, Limp Biscuit. Of course, it's Limp Biscuit. The song, Roland. Technically, the title of the song is Roland Air Raid Vehicle. It says Roland 82 times. Mathematically, it says the word rolling every 2.6 seconds. Uh huh. And because I have made a vow that I won't play Limp Biscuit on this radio show, I know, you're welcome. No need to thank me. I'm going to go with Tommy Two Tone. Tommy Two Tone had a song called 867 5309 Jenny. Now, technically, Jenny is never said in the song along with. 8675309. So you just have to go with the phone number, which is extremely long. He says it 21 times in the song, which is every 10 seconds. And I think that deserves a pat on the back. It's Tommy Two Tone in Rock School. Hey! All right, coming out of Tommy Two Tone here on Rock School. Let's talk something else about the titles of songs. According to the Guinness Book of World Record Lists, the longest song title is by Hoagie Carmichael. It's from 1945. Here's the longest song title. Once again, according to the Guinness Book of World Record Lists. I'm a cranky old yank in a clanky old tank on the streets of Yokohama with my Honolulu mama doing those beat o oh, beat o oh, flat on my seat o oh, hirahuta blues. That's it. Now, why don't I play that? Well, because I don't think they're right. Who am I to argue with the Guinness Book of World Records? Well, because there is a song by Rednecks that is longer than that, and then there's this song. It's on the album, Future Fossils. It's by Christine Lavin, and this is the title of the song. Settle in, get a cup of coffee. It goes this way. Regretting what I said to you when you called me at 11 on a Friday morning to tell me that at 1 p.m. Friday afternoon you're going to leave your office, go downstairs, hail a cab, and go out to the airport to catch a plane to go skiing in the Alps after two weeks. Not that I wanted to go with you. I wasn't able to leave town. I'm not a very good skier. I couldn't expect you to pay my way, but after going out with you for three years, I don't like surprises. Subtitled, A Musical Apology. That's the title of the song. In case you're wondering, 97 words, 383 characters without counting commas, or 478 characters counting commas. That, in my opinion, is the longest song title ever. 
I don't know what the Guinness Book of World Records was thinking. Here is Christine Lavin and the song. I've already given you the title. It sounds like this on Rock School. This song is called Regretting What I Said to You When You Called Me 11 O'Clock on a Friday Morning to Tell Me That at 1 O'Clock Friday Afternoon You're Going to Leave Your Office, Go Downstairs, Hail a Cab. Wing my bride, I'd feel so guilty if you died. Oh, I'm sorry, but I'm still mad at you. All right, second break here on Rock School, and we've just played what I considered the longest song title ever by a woman named Christine Lavin. And by the way, the song is 305. It took me two minutes to introduce the song. So if we have the longest song title, what is the longest album title? A lot of people will immediately jump to... The one that, if you know anything about long song titles, immediately some people jump to Fiona Apple because they, she has this unbelievably long song title. And I'll tell you what it is here in just a little bit. The problem is she's been beaten not once, but twice. So I'll explain to you what that is right after the break. Hello, KSRQ, Thief River Falls, Minnesota, and WBSD Burlington, Wisconsin. Both of you run the radio show. I'll be back in a minute on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, I told you we would talk about longest album titles. When you talk about longest album titles, most people immediately jump to Fiona Apple's album, which most people simply call When the Pawn or When the Pawn Hits the Conflict. The reason is you can't say all 90 words each time. Probably nobody, even Fiona Apple, even has the 90 words memorized. I say that, but then again, there's probably some huge Fiona Apple fan out there that has all 90 of the words uh, memorized. Fiona Apple had a big hit with the album, Fast As You Can. It goes when the, I won't read all 90, when the pawn hits the conflict, he thinks like a king, what he knows throws the blows when he goes to the fight and he'll win the whole thing for he enters the ring. There's no body to batter when your mind is your might, blah, 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 goes on for 90 words. So back in 1999, she held the record. In 2007, a group called Soul Wax, ever heard of them? I didn't. They came out with an album that had 103 words. My guess is just to defeat Fiona Apple. So they must have the record, right? Who knew? In 2008, the group Chumbawamba comes out. Remember Chumbawamba? Tub thumping? Oh, yeah. They came out with an album that has a title that's 158 words. I'm not going to read it all, but here is the first couple lines, the general gist of it. The boy bands have won, and all the copyists and the tribute bands and the TV talent show producers have won. If we allow our culture to be shaped by mimicry, whether from lack of ideas or from exaggerated respect, you should never try to freeze culture. What you can do is recycle that culture. Blardy, blardy, blar. It goes on like that for 158 words and... It is the album with the longest title right now. So go look it up. Chumbawamba, 2008. Once again, the first few words are, the boy bands have won. And you can read the whole thing there, and you'll never get that time back. Here is Fiona Apple, Fast As You Can, Rock School.
last break here on Rock School, and as we talk about song titles, uh, album titles as well, I just have two more pieces of information. I'll give them both to you, get out with one more song. There have been only three songs that have made it into the top ten. Well, three songs that I could find. There's such a large audience out there listening to us that every so often when I make that kind of a statement, I get an email back, Dear Joe, did you not know about this song? That I could find only three songs that have gotten into the top ten that have only one character. Seven by Prince, Sunny Day Real Estate's song Eight, and the Paula Abdul song You. Not Y-O-U, but the letter U, which was written by Prince. So Prince has got two of them. Now the one I'm interested in talking to you about. It says here, rapper Flo Rida, Florida, get it? Clever. Uh, Top the U.S. Billboard Singles 100 chart this week, debuting, not this week, but when this little piece of information was uh, written, with his debut single, Low, featuring T-Pain. Thus, the song goes into the record books as one of seven number one hits in the 48-year rock era to share the crown for shortest title at number one. Three characters. Here are the other songs. First one you know already, Flo Rida's Low. The other songs are Why by Frankie Avalon, 1959. ABC by the Jackson 5, 1970. Ben by Michael Jackson, 1972. Bad by Michael Jackson, 1987. And SOS by Rihanna in 2006. One left. I only listed six. Edwin Starr in 1970. Song was called War. Now, what someone's going to say is, now, wait a minute, you're forgetting Bruce Springsteen had a hit with War. Yeah, but it didn't go to number one. Number one was the little key blip. When you say a statistic, got to get those little key blips in there. So that wraps it up. That's going to do the show. I'll be back next week. We'll see if somebody gets out of bed and decides to come into the show with me. My name is Joe Burns. Yeah, it's normally where somebody else says their name, so I was just giving a little pause right there. That's going to do it. Class is dismissed.